I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast, episode number 28. My name is Scroobius Pip and I am here this week with... No, no need for that. Adam Richardson. It is Adam Richardson. Um, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, thank you. I don't know why I decided I needed a fanfare. That's quite unnecessary, I but liked I'm, it. I'm excited. It, it gave a tease of, of, of if it was going to be you or Stu. Because yeah. I don't think a lot of guests could differentiate... The d-d-d-d-d-ds of you and through the voices, definitely. But either of you could have been doing a d d d d Exactly. Yeah. That was my thinking. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. We've got some great guests this week, but before we get to that, would you like to tell people about last week's wonderful, wonderful guests? I would. So last week, talking about their podcast, we had JK and Al from Don't Tell Your Mum. And then recommending, we had John Kennedy from Tape Notes and Taylor Glenn from Drunk Women Solving Crime. Fantastic chats all round there. Of course. So this week, usual format, people talking about their podcast, two recommendations. Who have we got up first? Um, We've got two favourites of mine talking about a favourite of mine, which is a podcast about a favourite of mine. So (laughs) it's Tom Dark and Tom Stab uh, to talk about their monkey tennis, uh, the Alan Partridge fan podcast. Okay, we are joined today by Tom and Tom of Monkey Tennis. Hello. Hello there. Please tell us all about your podcast. (laughs) Where Where to begin? Well, I I guess the full title is Monkey Tennis, the Alan Partridge fan podcast. So I guess it kind of does what it says on the tin to a certain extent. Yeah, I think around the time that we sort of started it, we drew a bit of inspiration from there was a Breaking Bad um, podcast which discussed what happened in the episode. Like a companion that, show. Companion, yeah, exactly, yeah. sort of thing. And, and and we, as a group of friends, the other guys that, that we do it with, um, Nick and Adam, we decided that we wanted to get into podcasting. We wanted to do a podcast. But the issue was the group yeah. couldn't decide what that podcast was going to be about. And I think we went back and forth for best part of 18 months, two years, trying to work out what we were going to do. It's a bit like we're all listening to podcasts at a time going, oh, we, sh- we could have a go at this. It's got to be easy, right? Turns out it's not necessarily as easy as you might think. So basically, we, we settled on this idea about look. We all know Alan Partridge as a as a character, as a vehicle. Uh, we all probably know it well enough that we could do some kind of analytical dissection type podcast. And yeah, like Tom says, at the time when you were seeing things like Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, The West Wing, all having these sort of podcasts. But uh, so yeah, I mean, essentially, what it is, it's an episode by episode breakdown of various Alan Partridge vehicles and it's kind of our insights and findings behind those. But obviously you've got TV shows, films, books, radio shows. We're kind of we're kind of trying to tackle every bit of Alan Partridge output there is in a kind of analytical but also fun way, I guess. One of the things that we sort of noticed that there was no UK TV podcasts really around at that point. Mm. And I think the reason we chose Alan as a vehicle for our podcast was that we wanted to do something. We just wanted to do something. And whether that led to something else or the generation of another idea, we weren't sure. We were just like, let's do this, get some experience, understand how it works. If it gets 100 listens, it doesn't matter. Mm. We've got some experience. We've won. Just under- a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun. Yeah. 
we get to hang out with our mates, have a few drinks, talk about something that we really love. And if 100 people listen to it, we've got a little bit of understanding of how podcasting works. And we can take that knowledge and experience and develop it into something else, maybe. But I don't even think we had such a professional insight into it like that anyway. It's just like, well, it'll be a laugh, let's give it a go. And, you know, we were kind of expecting maybe 100 people to listen to it. And quite quickly, it became quite successful, which was an amazing, humbling thing that, uh, you know, it it gave us sort of a kick up the backside to go, okay, there's actually maybe something in this Mm. and we can carry on doing it and and see where it takes us. And it took us, you know, in the first series, we went to number one on the iTunes chart, the overall iTunes chart. The listener figures were way more than what we ever Mm. expected them to be, which was, a you know, a a lovely surprise. And, And again, The great thing about Alan is that he is a broadcaster at heart. So he works across multiple mediums. So we're not just doing sitcoms. We started with I'm Alan Partridge series one and two. But we knew that there was No Me Knowing You. We knew there was Alpha Papa. We knew that there was uh, I Partridge, we need to talk about Alan and Nomad. So there was book formats as well. There was specials. There was so much that we could mine Mm -hmm. that it wouldn't just be the same thing over and over again. It was changing formats Alan was changing formats so we could, you know, approach it in a different way or talk about it in a slightly different way that wasn't just, here's another sitcom. Yeah. Uh, Mid-Morning Matters as well, of course, which is which is underseen, but just as good as any of the old Partridge. 100%. Yeah. Are you approaching it chronologically or are you jumping about? <laughs> no, it's, it's all over the place, isn't it? Yeah, because really? we, we started with I'm Alan Partridge, which wasn't the first Partridge mm-hmm. vehicle. But I think, obviously, we did that because that's... I'd arguably the most well-known. It's, sure. it, that, mm. That's the show that I think most people know when you think of Alan Partridge and whether it's people sharing photos or GIFs or using catchphrases, it all comes from those those two series. Yeah, if there's any Alan Partridge-related sections on Talking Head programmes, they're all... It's always that. It's always I'm Alan Partridge, you know, the quotes and the scenes from, from, from those. So, you know, it made sense that we started from there with the most popular thing rather than necessarily the first thing. Was there any other names in the offing before Monkey Tennis? <laughs> I can't remember, were oh, there? I, no, I, well, this is the reason why a lot of our social media is just at the Partridge Pod. Because I think originally that was that was essentially the working title we were probably going to go with. And I actually remember we had a Skype call when we were trying to get our shit together, basically, about, right, how is this going to work? And I was just going, I'm sure we can come up with a better name. And I remember looking through, I think I had the DVD in front of me, and it had, like, the, the chapter titles. Because I, ha- I just hadn't really sat and thought about what other phrases might work. And literally, it's like, you know, chapter two, monkey tennis. So I was like, that's what we've got to call it. Because it's that's kind of like the media shorthand for something that's a bit ridiculous and a bit of a stupid idea. It's like, oh, well, that's just the monkey tennis idea. So I was like, that felt like the perfect name yeah, for a podcast. Because it kind of tells you we're not <clears throat> setting ourselves out that seriously, I think, as well. Mm. And also, it's quite memorable as well, yeah. I think. And I think people kind of... They just kind of know what that means. It, it's kind of it's it's a universally understood phrase, I think now, thanks to kind of Alan using it in that way. Yeah. So how did you settle on the format of the show? The format, I think we just kind of winged it, really, didn't we? We just kind of <laughs> what's the what's the best way of doing this, and that is just kind of sit down and go through the episode and mm-hmm. talk about it and what the funny bits are and what bits we really enjoyed and to see where it took us. And it took yeah. us down some rather random tangents. Well, but Well, I guess one of the things that really inspired us to do this as well. So like we say, we'd been, we had a, like a group WhatsApp chat going, we should have a go at doing a podcast. And our producer, Jed, he has a podcast called Smegheads, which is a similar kind of concept about Red Dwarf. So uh, him and his co-presenter, Daniela, they were going through it uh episode by episode and they're doing it chronologically and Tom and I did a couple of episodes with them just to kind of get the experience and try it out 
So I think it was kind of figuring out, shit, how do we do that? Like, I'm not a Red Dwarf expert, but I've seen these shows. It's like going, well, you know, who are these actors? What what interesting things can we find out on IMDb or what's on Wikipedia or, you know, what what are the sales figures behind that record? And all those sort of just trying to find random tidbits like that. So it just expands more than literally what you're seeing on screen. So I guess that's kind of what we did. Yeah. You would kind of all just spend a weekend watching your DVDs, pausing it after each scene, making a note of what I think maybe is your favourite line or what you think is funniest, and also thinking, what else can I find out that's an interesting conversation point? Or, you know, if it's like, if it's Alan in the show asking his callers who invented the skip, it's trying to find out who did invent the skip or whatever <laughs> it might be that's stupid like that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the format of the show and how we do it hasn't really evolved from the start to the... To, to where we are now, I went back and listened to one of the first episodes quite recently and I was quite surprised at how confident we seemed and with the format and what we were talking about. It's because we, we knew this character and we knew these shows mm. like the back of our hand because we've been watching them for, 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 for 15 years and quoting them for 15 years. So we kind of knew them inside out already. Mm. It was just getting that into an audio format. And right. even though you listen to the first episode and you listen to the most recent episode, they're chalk and cheese in terms of quality now we're a bit more experienced and we know what we're doing whereas back then we were just flying by the seat of our pants really i feel like we're better at going off on tangents now though i well, think we're sick of alan <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a way where i think having like an episode of a new alan show like so something like this time which was obviously mm. was on air earlier this year i think the way we managed to dive into that and get an hour plus conversation out of a half hour episode I think is a testament to how we've learned kind of how to make the chat more interesting. Mm-hmm. So there's more to it than just going the 30 minutes that you've seen on the screen. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, and this time being on this year was huge for us because it was the first new Alan since we'd been recording the podcast. Mm. Right, yeah. So we was, it was a very, very exciting time for us to kind of how we were going to manage that because we had all these um, episodes that were sort of between... 20 and five years old from from knowing me knowing you to mid-morning matters but this was brand new so how are we going to manage that how are we going to get the episodes out as quickly as possible because oh god (laughs) that is a nightmare (laughs) and obviously we're all dotted around so adam lives in bristol um so how are we going to do that so we had to do it via skype whereas normally we'd be in a room like this talking Mm. to each other be able to sort of make eye contact people be able to raise their hand if they had a point or something like that so that was a logistical challenge as well doing it over skype for the first time and i think i think it's still it still really worked i think the episodes were still really good it was just a few teething problems with the tech yeah Yeah, but it was it it was a new challenge for us to get those out as quickly as possible because you need to strike while the iron's hot and the numbers that we did on on the this time episodes were were really big because it was it was timely it was happening yeah. there and then rather than people just kind of you know discovering it um and going back and starting from the beginning you know you had people coming in and, and listening they were starting with this time because it was it was it was new it was happening sort of there and then in terms of week by week the episodes were coming out mm. so so if uh, a new listener wanted to listen um where would you direct them i mean we should say as well like you've had some of the the cast yeah, uh, a guest as well, haven't you? Yeah, so we did two uh, live shows at the Prince Charles Cinema. We've done uh, London Podcast Festival as well, um, yeah. and we've had Simon so we had Simon Greenall, who plays Michael the Geordie. He came to our second Prince Charles show, mm-hmm. and we did like a forty-minute chat with him after doing like a couple of normal podcast records. And yeah, we had Stephen Mangan, who is the infamous Dan, mm-hmm. at London Podcast Festival last year. Yeah, yeah. and both of them They've were just... Amazing, yeah. Both of them were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, really 
got it and understood that, you know, there were a lot of people in the room who were passionate Allen fans and had a lot of questions for them. They were consummate professionals and, and, <laughs> and were great, you know, great fun and, and you know, really took to it and, and yeah. I think they had a good time. We had it was it was, you know, amazing that we were able to to speak to them about their partridge experiences yeah. and but i'd say if it to like to recommend like a starting point it probably would be the i'm alan partridge episodes because i think yeah anybody listening to this that doesn't know monkey tennis exists that's probably the partridge that they i assume that most people know best sure. but equally you can just think well what do you know best and start there so whether mm. it is mid-morning matters whether it is this time uh whether it is know me knowing you or you can kind of or you could do it all in chronological order or whatever, whatever makes mm. sense. But I would imagine I'm Alan Partridge Series 1 and Series 2, which are the first couple of things we did, are going to be the natural starting points for most people. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a it's solid output. So you can, you can dive in wherever you want, yeah. <laughs> what about, uh, big question, people who haven't watched Alan Partridge? So people listening to this episode right now, Pod Bible Podcast, never really watched Alan Partridge. Well, Could they um, listen to first, your pod? First, I would say, why haven't you watched, yeah, <laughs> why yeah. watched any other you're, you're missing out. <laughs> uh, I mean, God, I mean, I always have this sort of conversation with people at work if they ask me what it's about. And I'm like, look, if you don't like Alan Partridge, it's not going to be for you. No, okay. But I would say, you know, that, that's a good enough reason that if you get into it, then it's a per- that is that thing. We're kind of eventually we're creating the output where there is an accompanying podcast for every piece of Alan that exists. Yeah. So we, we exist as a, as a tool. For yeah, you to, to get more knowledge. Or yeah, something. and there's I don't know. there's always been a conversation about what happens when we run out of mm. content to, yeah. to talk about. But they was, keep on making new shows. They keep on making new shows. <laughs> yeah. There was there was this time this year, obviously, and um, it's you know it, it's out there that there is a new show being made now. Yeah, um, there's still enough for us to cover. It's you know I, I, I guess if Steve Coogan ever officially retires the character, then. Oh, you know, that'll never happen, though. Will yeah. it? <laughs> Don't know. So, yeah, there's there's new stuff being made, but there are discussions about what what do we do. I next. think we'd like to cover other shows at some point because I think yeah, it's kind of a format, and I think we've got a dynamic that works mm. and is listenable. I'd like to think, mm. um, but yeah, it's also that thing. I think what's been interesting over the last couple of years that so many other kind of British comedy podcasts have started up. So, I think <laughs> accidentally, probably we were kind of trailblazers in that respect because. Nothing really comes to mind in terms of a British comedy podcast existing when we started, but now there are a couple that cover The Office, that do Peep Show, and then from this country to 40 Towers, it's kind of like everything's kind of slowly being mopped up, which is a bit annoying because yeah. we, we had a few <laughs> ideas. We think, oh, maybe we'll get to that next year, and then they'll go and announce there's a new show, and it's like, well, we, we can't not do that. So well, now, yeah, we've got a short list, but people keep on nabbing them, so you, it you doesn't feel... niche. Something that people don't watch. Well, yeah. Pingu it... or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, I, I feel like there's no point in, you know, so it's, say, for example, there, there's the This Country podcast. I don't think there's any point in us trying to then go and do no. that because it already exists and there are several, there are many, many episodes in. So, yeah, it's trying to, getting that timing right if we do ever move on to something else that someone isn't already doing it, because I think there's no point in doing that. Mm. I've got two ideas, but I don't want to say them in yeah, case someone say hears it. Loud. And then, uh, <laughs> gets in there, yeah. <laughs> Thanks ever so much, lads. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks so much to Tom and Tom uh, for that. 
that's an interesting one, isn't it? I think yeah. that's the first time we've sort of had basically what started out as just, yeah, a fan podcast, but it's grown into something pretty massive. Yeah, it's huge. And a little fun f- fact that I don't think you know about either, but oh. Tom Dark was actually the person who booked Kano onto my podcast. Really? Yeah, he's, he, 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 he puts a lot of people on podcasts as well, so yeah. Oh, amazing. Fun and completely pointless fact there. Yeah. Boy, yeah, and that's why you said you like this podcast. Because no. before, you weren't saying positive <laughs> things about me. We're all fans. We are, we are. And again, I think any Alan Partridge fan will revel in any excuse to hear people talking about it, referencing it, and yeah, it's the perfect... Yeah. Accompaniment, right? It is. Right. I think we need a break after that. Yes, so we do. Uh, let's have one and we'll be right back. Right. It's on to our first re- recommendation. Um, and this week it's Sadia from No Country for Young Women. Sadia, hello. Hi. Can you recommend a podcast for us, please? I'll try and keep it to one. Okay, yeah, what's your favourite? I really like, because I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, I shouldn't say that on Pod Bible. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I really, we work in podcasts, so like I'm trying to research or plan, um, but I love Stuart Goldsmith, ComCom. I don't listen to like a lot of them, but I was, I uh, watched Bill Burr's Paper Tiger mm-hmm. and I fell in love with it. And like, obviously I've watched his other specials. So when I saw that he was on ComCom, I listened to that episode, but I'd listened to Sam Jay's one as well. Cause I love Sam Jay. And it's just like porn for a comedian. Cause you get to kind of be backstage with a comedian, like who's really famous. You'll never gig with and find out like what they re- how what makes them tick. And that's really exciting for me because um, we're not funny all the time. Like, funny is our job. But to hear them talking about comedy and humour is really interesting. And so hearing about Bill Burr when he said that he tries to push himself, uh, even at this stage, was really inspirational Mm -hmm. to say that he he, tries to do different styles. Um, Hearing Jim Jeffrey say, once a joke starts working, stop doing it and go and um, kind of push yourself to do other stuff. Don't do old material, keep striving and pushing. That's stuff that you need to hear. And I think hearing it from people who you really admire um, is really motivational. Yeah, great. So we should say ComCom is... Is that your little nickname for it? Is that what yeah, Stuart everybody calls it? Yeah, everybody calls it. Oh, everyone, com- oh, yeah, cool, yeah. Comedians, yeah, comedian. <laughs> it's called... Com- the Comedians, yeah. Comedian podcast, yes. yeah. So, uh, well, we've had Stuart on this podcast, and he was a fascinating man. I think he's got over 300 episodes or something. He's been doing it for a long time, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think it was about 200. I, may, I don't know. Okay. I, yeah, it's do quite you, a lot, though. Do you listen to all of them, or do you pick and choose the comedians you're interested in? Or? I've only listened to three, because oh, really? I don't listen okay. to a lot of podcasts. But I, I will really try. Um, I'll, like, you know, you look at them, uh, you look at the ones that you, you like the comedian yeah. on, and you try and... Yeah. But he's really good at interviewing them. Well, you, I think that's the case. I think, like, when... When you first discover a podcast, you do you look down the list of guests and you sort of cherry pick the ones that you know, mm. and then by the time you finish that, you've you know you've either bought into the presenter style or you haven't, and then once you've you've sort of connected with that that presenter host, then then I think you'll listen to any podcast that they do. Yeah, do you think people are doing that with us? They will now. They <laughs> <laughs> will now that you guys are on. That, that was a really awkward pause there. You guys <laughs> that like, was. The eye contact. Yeah, uh, please, this yeah. isn't a video podcast. A strange, a strange realisation of doubt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> certainly. Um, so uh, do you think it's a podcast that you'd recommend to fellow comedians but, or just anybody? I'd say anybody because I think... You can 
extrapolate what they're talking about in terms of comedy into other fields. So mm -hmm. it's just about striving and achieving and bettering yourself. So it doesn't have to just be to do with comedy. And comedy is a lot about life and truth anyway. So it's definitely for anybody who, who, who kind of likes those people. I think it's better if you do like them, but I still think... Like you obviously have to respect the person who's talking because otherwise you're not going to really try and take on what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think anybody, like even even people who are not in comedy, would love it. I think. Brilliant. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Sadia, for that recommendation. Obviously, recommending one of our favourite podcasts, The Comedian's Comedian. It's one that gets recommended a lot. Um, on here it's one that we've written about a lot in the mag and mm. rightfully so it's one of the old guard that almost gets overlooked as being one of the old guard if you know what I mean yeah it, it, it feels like people always look to Richard Herring and a few of these others who have been doing it a long time and Stuart Goldsmith and Comedians Comedian has been has been there for a long old run now and it's consistently sure fantastic and I was actually listening to it yesterday I was listening to the Rob Orton episode great episode uh, and obviously that's relevant because Rob has been on here before doing a recommendation and I think he's coming up in the next couple of weeks to talk about his show he's so. currently on tour at the moment as well so that's a good time to go and plug that and go and have a look at his tour dates because yeah, yeah I've, I've listened to that episode as well and Stuart's l links in that were some of my favourite because his genuine passion and love for what Rob does live on stage yeah it came across even more in the links because he didn't have to feel awkward pouring it out to yeah. the person in front of him. Yeah, and I love that he just let Rob talk. Yeah, you know, There were times when Rob was just sort of going off on one, but it was yeah. great and somebody might try and bring it back to, to the original question. But anyway, we're not supposed to be recommending we're ourselves. We're not here to talk about these things. We're oh. just getting very excited because we love podcasts. Getting too passionate, right. Um, who's next? We have Jamie Lang. Uh, his first appearance this is obviously a very exciting one for us because Private Parts is a massive podcast. Yes. And Jamie Lang is obviously a big personality and we loved chatting to him. It was me and Stu. And this is his first recommendation. Jamie, can you please recommend us a podcast? Uh, I can. A uh, podcast which I love is actually from a company called Gimlet, and they probably are one of the giants in the podcasting world. It's called Reply All. Uh, now, Reply All is a genius kind of concept where listeners send in their issues, whatever issues that may be, and Reply All reply to them via a podcast. They sort out their problems for them. So, for example, there's one called The Vampire Diaries where a, a couple are going out there and they break up and he, the guy, they shared an apartment together, they had a dog. Um, he goes on Tinder, swiping through and comes across... Uh, someone who he's never met before wearing his clothes sitting on his sofa that he shared with his girlfriend holding their dog and it's on Tinder so he screenshots it sends it to his ex-girlfriend says what the hell is this she said I've never met that person in my life do you know who that is and so Reply All then go and discover who this person is uh, so that's one of them or the other one which is genius is uh Someone gets hacked, it gets hacked, and they want to find out how. And you know, when you get sent those sort of spam emails saying, hello, mm. uh, please uh, yeah. click on this link. Um, and what Reply all do is they follow it right to the source. It's over two episodes called Long Distance, and they follow it all the way to the source of who was hacking them. And it's just a genius way of doing things. They release it, I think, on a weekly basis. Uh, there's loads of different things to listen to. It's a wonderful podcast, edited so well, produced amazingly. Um, and if you, not only if you like content, but if you want to see how podcasts should really be done, Gimlet is the way forward for sure. 
So How did you discover that? A friend of mine told me about it. Um, when I was first getting into I got into I listened to podcasts when I was about 18, 19 years old, and it was the Ricky Gervais ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just genius. And so I kind of had this love for audio back then. And then about four, maybe five years ago, four years ago, when I started listening to podcasts again, it was kind of there. It was around Reply All was that. I think they're three and a half years old, maybe four mm. years old. And they were just really great. They were fun. They were light. They were interesting. They... Um, I could walk down the street and listen to it. I mean, it was just great. So, yeah, Reply All, and that's for me, was a really, really good one. We um, actually recommended one of their episodes in a recent uh, issue of the magazine. It was the one where they opened up a phone line for 48 hours or so and just put out the phone number on the internet and just said, call us with your problems day or night. Yeah. And they got all sorts of, I mean, it started off with all these silly little things, fans of the show calling up and just asking fanboy questions. And then, then we ended up getting people calling with all these sort of big life problems. And it was a really excellent episode. I can't remember what it was called. But. It's, it's great. I, um, I had a, I had a, or have an idea s- similar to that, which is getting cooler. So I think just people talking to strangers is such mm. a way, because weirdly, when you speak to strangers, you actually open up. Yeah. Because you're kind of anonymous, you don't really know each other, and you just kind of express, sort of say your feelings. And there's that whole kind of thing is, you know, asking people if they're okay, especially in this sort of current situation where, especially guys who don't really open up, I think it's a really lovely one. So mm. that's, yeah, probably, that's great, just people phoning in and saying their problems and issues, and you get such great conversations. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. There we go. That was Jamie Lang. Yeah, that was incredibly exciting. I missed the, that recording, so I was, I've been waiting to hear to hear from Jamie Lang. Um, his episode of Murder and Successful is my mm. is one of my favourite bits of TV ever. Yes. So um, I've heard that. yeah, he's wonderful. And 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 Reply All was his recommendation, which sounds. Sounds cracking. Yeah, it is a very good one. We recently had an episode of it recommended in uh, in one of the magazines. So, yeah, we're, we're fans here too. What another great episode we've had. Just, just great guest after great guest, isn't it? Yes. So I mean, it's, it, it's worth saying, have a little peep on the back catalogue because mm. the list of guests that, that we've had is amazing. And because of the nature of the podcast, they're kind of evergreen. It's not topical or, or, or it'll go out of date. You can go back and browse that back catalogue um, ad nauseum. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Well done. Okay, so to finish off, we should let you know a little bit more about Pod Bible and where to keep in touch with us. We have social media, Pip. We do at Pod Bible on Instagram and Twitter, and 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 Pod Bible on Facebook. And if you go there, you'll get regular recommendations and little facts and snippets and just interesting stuff for anyone who's a fan of podcasts. And if you're here at this point of a podcast about <laughs> podcasts i would imagine that applies to that's you. safe to say i think uh, we've also got a website podbiblemag.com uh, where you can read all of our uh, back catalogue we've got seven magazines yeah. now so you can go I mean, and have it's, a... it's worth remembering every now and then that it's a magazine <laughs> it's a magazine that's, that's, that's the main thing that we did and yeah. do so yeah often as we're in in the depth of the podcast i'm like oh yeah no we should mention that it's a magazine as well yeah exactly <laughs> and a lot of work goes into that magazine yes. so we'd love you to uh, have a read and enjoy it uh, we've also got a blog there and you can you can uh, read all sorts of interesting stuff and we also have a newsletter yeah, we've got a newsletter you can sign up for that goes out every wednesday and it's just yeah it's interesting little bits of news information recommendations it's kind of a, a, a highlights of the week i guess mm. uh, to to get people their all all their relevant podcast information in one hit exactly that and uh, finally, before we go, we'd just like to mention again our live show that we've got coming up at 
Podfest Birmingham on yes. the 28th of March, which is a Saturday at 1pm, in the Birmingham Town Hall. And I had a little look on their website, and that is a lovely venue. It's beautiful there. I've been there. I've been in there, and it's absolutely lovely. Um, and, again, it's 1pm in the afternoon on a Saturday. You, yeah. You can make it. You can. You can still have your night out. It doesn't. It, it shouldn't be clashing with anything other than lunch. Exactly. Um, and we'll only take an hour, so you can either eat beforehand or sneak in a sandwich. Really? A no quite, sandwiches. A, Sorry, Adam's tone changed completely there when I suggested sneaking in a sandwich. Maybe so. a soft bap. <laughs> That's what they always talk about on uh, on Wittertainment. You know, yes. you've got to have the, the right snacks. Um, but, I mean, interestingly, we have two amazing guests. We've got Drunk Women Solving Crime and we've got Richard Herring. So yeah. that is reason enough to come as it is. But then they are also doing their live podcasts after us. Yeah, yes. So Richard, I believe, is directly after us and drunk women might be directly after that as well yeah. so it could be you could just spend all day in the Birmingham Town Hall hanging out with us yeah. cool podcast dudes yeah try and book the same seat for all three shows you don't need to leave yeah and and we will obviously be having preview copies of the Pod Bible magazine the latest issue which will have cover stars uh, dr- drunk women solving crime and we might see if we can dig out a few old copies of the Richard Herring one too because that is a good idea we might have a few knocking about when he was cover star of issue two but you can go and look at, at that now for free at podbiblemag.com as mentioned so yeah you can it's going to be exciting it is so if you just google Birmingham Podfest or Podfest Birmingham it will come up the website will come up and you can buy your tickets um, final thing to say is if you want to get in touch with us to drop us a note recommend us a podcast tell us what you think of this show or the magazine or anything like that it is info at podbiblemag.com It certainly is. And we will see you all next week for more podcasts and podcast recommendations. See you then.